Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Monday, it's a new episode of All Rise, the legal drama where one judge is shaking up the system. When I take the bench, I'm taking a vow to fight for justice. One case at a time. Your Honor, we're going to trial. Simone Misick is Judge Lola Carmichael. Up on that bench, everything is different. A new episode of All Rise. Freedom is at stake. It's important. Followed by a new episode of Bull, Monday at 9, 8 central on CBS. All right, gang, here we are in Spartanburg. Jim Zoki, Mike Pacheco with you on what has been probably the hottest day of the 10 days or so of training camp. Good time for Mike to come down. I know you sit through a lot of very warm baseball games, Mike, but uh, uh, very much uh, has that double header in Louisville kind of feel to it today. There are three, there used to be two certainties, right? Death and taxes. There's three certainties, death, taxes, and humidity in Spartanburg. And that's what we, uh, we saw today, very hot today, but... You know, other than that, it was a beautiful day. I mean, it could be raining and, uh, you know, stormy. We saw our good friend. Stormy's here. Yeah, Yeah, Stormy's here, but she didn't bring any storms with her. So that's the good news. All right, our topics of the day, in some order, if we remember to do them in this order. Kelvin Benjamin, what he had to say, looking ahead to this preseason game against those Buffalo Bills, and a little bit more on T.O. wrapping up Hall of Fame weekend, too. But uh, obviously, Kelvin Benjamin, everyone knows the story by now, what he said about his former team, his former quarterback. My takeaway from all that was, he named a bunch of future Hall of Fame quarterbacks like Ben Roethlisberger. I think Eli Manning will be in the Hall of Fame one day, Aaron Rodgers. He didn't name A.J. McCarron. Right. He didn't name Josh Allen. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like not only was he slighting his former team, to me he was slighting his current team by not even mentioning the Buffalo Bill quarterbacks or even referencing it back in the day Jim Kelly. There was like no reference to where he is in Buffalo. So I just thought it was just odd on all kind of levels that he lashed out like that. And the two things that I thought were interesting was, one, and I know he was asked the question, but why dig that up? Like, if you have that problem, why didn't you say that when you were here? And maybe he didn't. Maybe that's part of the reason why the Panthers saw to trade him. Um, it was interesting, the timing of it, just because, and I know it's this week, but why, no reason to bring that up. It, and the second thing is, Jim, I think it makes, I mean, it gives a storyline to a game that, the storyline going into this first game is going to be, oh, it's the first preseason game for both teams. And, you know, and the, the obligatory, hey, isn't it going to be great to see somebody else? I mean, that was asked today. Um, but now it adds a little bit of spice to the game because, I mean, I don't think there's going to be any kind of shenanigans around it. But, I mean, if he gets hit pretty hard uh, in an early series, you know, then that'll be the storyline. Oh, well, was that a targeted hit? You know, so it's, it's just interesting that it adds uh, an element that maybe didn't need to be there. Well, and you're working for an organization that's first class in Brandon being the general manager, former Panther, and also Sean McDermott, the head coach. And Sean McDermott immediately responding right after that the next day saying, I've talked to him. That's not how we handle things like that. We respect our opponents. So not only did he basically shun Panther Nation, anyone who had his old jerseys or thought he was a good player when he was here, I think to the Bills' current fans, they got to be kind of looking at him as their coaches and thinking, what the heck, like you were just saying, it's just like there was just no no reason for it. There's nothing good that came out of that for KB. Well, you know, I think the good thing that, that comes out of it, though, is the way the, the Bills handled it, and they, they shut it down immediately. And, you know, there's a lot of respect, respect, obviously, between Sean McDermott and Ron Rivera, so you knew that that was going to kind of take care of itself. And they'll move on from this. I mean, it, that's going to you know be hyped up, I think, the rest of the week. People will be talking about it. But, you know, once that game goes, the controversy will be over. 
All right, so let's move on to the game a little bit itself. What are some of the things you're excited about seeing? There's so much new with this team from the owner all the way down to all the list of players that are brought in on an annual basis here. But as you watch this first preseason game, we listen to you and, uh, and Brett in the postgame comments. What are some of the things you guys will be talking about and looking for? I think the, the big storyline, Jim, for me and for what, what we'll do on the show is going to be talking about that number two quarterback position. Um, and I think that's going to be really one of the big keys is, you know, which one of those two is going to kind of emerge and, and maybe be the, the permanent number two. That won't be decided on Thursday night, obviously, but I think you'll get an indication of maybe what, what the team's thinking about when you look at not just the playing time, but what kind of plays are they making. And I know Gilbert's made a, a you know, pretty strong impression so far, so I think that's going to be interesting. I, w- I want to see DJ Moore, you know, how is, how is he going to uh, be in his first taste of NFL action? And, and then the other thing is, uh, you know, the wide receiver course so deep uh, and I think you want to see Demare Bird and what's the return game going to look like because I think we'll see a lot of those guys. And then on the defensive side of the ball, I mean, I think it's going to be really great to see Dontari Poe. And I know these guys aren't going to play a lot, but right. uh, and then you know the cornerback because uh, cornerback position, safety position, those are other positions I think that we're going to want to see what the, the you know the kind of the second and third string guys are going to do. And, uh, you know, it's uh, always vanilla early preseason games and really all four preseason games, but we should get a little flavor. they got to work on these things, right, of what North Turner's offense is going to look like a little bit, uh, a little bit of what an Eric Washington defense looks like, Chase Blackburn with the special teams. But back to your quarterback point, there's a couple things about the two of them. Gilbert was here last year, so he's got some history here. Seems to be a little bit more, just from taking coaches' comments, uh, a little more savvy in terms of decision-making, things like that. But they, then Heineke seems to bring a little more arm strength, it looks like, but also being in Norv's system for a period of time with the Minnesota Vikings and he was at Houston after that, uh, he brings a knowledge of the offense, which Jarius Wright and some other players bring too. So uh, it's an interesting number two quarterback battle. It'll be interesting too to see at the end of camp, are they both here? Is it winner take all as far as number two and do they look somewhere else for number three? Well, the interesting comment this week was uh, when Ron Rivera said, you know, with Heineke, Sometimes he gets a little bit overconfident and, and tries to really use that arm, whereas Gilbert maybe takes a little bit what the defense gives him. So I think that is that's something I think Brett and I'll be looking for. On you know, are we going to see spots where you know Heineke is going to be taking what the defense gives him a little bit more? So I think that's that's what's exciting about this. And you know, as we've seen in the past, now granted, it's maybe not it's going to be a huge return, but you know, maybe there's a situation where. Uh, one of those two guys could be um, potential trade if somebody gets into a jam. Now, if you get too late, the teams will just wait for one of the guys if they get cut to get cut and sign them. So, I mean, that's not really a huge strategy. But it's going to be really fun to see that position because uh, the other great thing that we've seen, Jim, and I think we won't see a lot of this on Thursday, but it's just great to have a healthy Cam Newton and see what he's able to – because his energy is really what feeds this team. And it's there in practice. <laughs> it's every well, moment of the day. Well, and remember, um, you know, we're taping this as, as practice has ended, and we were in kind of the media scrum with KK Short, and Cam was on one of the golf carts, one of the multi. It was like a stretch limo golf cart, uh, but he was on the shoulders. Of, you know, his hands on the shoulders of some of his teammates, and he's waving to fans, and the place just went crazy when when he did that. It was like the Pope Mobile. People were going nuts. It was crazy without the uh, without the plexiglass. Yeah, it was a Cam Mobile in the open air. Cam Mobile. All right, final thing going back to uh, Pro Football Hall of Fame weekend in Canton. Of course, To was in Chattanooga doing his own. Thing I thought he missed an opportunity to uh, give that same speech in Canton and reach a larger audience. He made the point he wanted to make. I'm sure he feels strongly convicted about the way he did things. But to me, if I'm his agent, I'm looking and go, 
you could have done all that in Canton and been there with your brethren, and nobody would have gotten mad at you for saying what you had to say. So I think he missed an opportunity. And then moving forward, it'll be interesting to see what do future years look like. Is he up here in Canton yeah. with everybody else and wear the yellow jacket when new ones are coming in, or is he just anti Canton Pro Football Hall of Fame? He is a member now. He's got the bust. He's got the jacket. Well, I'd like to say there's no me in Hall of Fame, but actually <laughs> there is at the end of that. <laughs> I thought it was an odd look just because I, I think your statement resonates more impactfully if you are there and people are taught the story is going to be, oh, this is what he said in his Hall of Fame speech, whereas it just looks very selfish and, well, it's about me. And, and, and if you know anything about the Hall of Fame, it, it's not about an individual. It's about all, the collective and what, yes, it's an individual honor to be in the Hall of Fame, but it's a collection of guys that really gave themselves to the team and, and sacrificed a lot. And I, that's why I think it was a, a maybe a bad lesson for kids, too, because he made it about him instead of being part of something that he's becoming involved in. Yeah. Great point. All right, so uh, coming up, we got Buffalo. Uh, Thursday night, so I'll have the pregame show at 4. You can hear that on WBT, then the Panthers Network at 5. And then Eugene and myself with the call, do the play-by-play. We'll have Sharon Thorsland on sidelines, and then you and Brett, uh, McMillan for the postgame show afterwards. So here we go. Here we go. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, we'll break things down. We'll get the the highlights out. And that's the one great thing about the postgame show that you can't get anywhere else. You know, we'll have Ron Rivera. We'll have a couple of players. We'll have Marty Herney on the show, and then the exclusive highlights that, that we're able to provide. So it's going to be a lot of fun. This is year eighteen for me. So I'm, yeah. and I'm one of the new guys on yeah, the on the young. you know we're younger group and, uh, and uh, all those guys. They're the old they're the old guys. Byron, they're the old David Eats. They're the old guys in the crew. I'm, I'm the I'm the new guy with eighteen. Actually, the new guy is Brett. Because he he's only been with us, like, what, four or five years? So. Yeah, exactly. I've only done 24 out yeah, of 24. Like so. Dean. <laughs> <laughs> we should, you, should, you should have to wear, like, a cap and gown. <laughs> with a little tassel hey, on it. Yeah. <laughs> Call me sometime when you have no class. So I've been to every game. I don't remember all of them because it's been a lot of games. But uh, it's been fun. It's been What's a great ride. Do you have a total number? You know, it's funny. It's somewhere right around 500, whatever it is. Whatever the number of games is in the split, I, I don't know. I think it's – I don't want to guess because I'll be can wrong. We get like, a, like Tom Brady had the number 12 cake. Can we get like the 500 cake for, for Zook? Yes, well, yes. David and Dave Langton. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Don Toner, the equipment manager. Yeah. Mark Hobbs, a lot of the guys here. So there's a number of us. All right, Mike, uh, we're going to try to do this every week, if yeah. not as often as we can. Uh, looking forward to 2018 season, which – I think has all the makings of being hopefully a deep run into the playoffs. I think it's going to be an interesting year because the offense uh, has been kind of much maligned. I think there's a lot of uh, there's obviously in in Pantherland there's a lot of optimism, but nationally there isn't maybe that respect for Carolina, very deep division uh, with New Orleans and with Atlanta. Uh, I think Tampa Bay is going to be the down division, but I think the team's going to be able to feed off that and that maybe that disrespect card and that might help out early on. And I think the, the big thing to keep an eye on, too, is the first four games without Thomas Davis. Yeah. As Eugene likes to say, that potato chip on their shoulder <laughs> is there for this team. they got a potato chip out there. And KB just added to it with the Buffalo game. All right, folks, we'll see you next time. Monday, it's a new episode of All Rise, the legal drama where one judge is shaking up the system. When I take the bench, I'm taking a vow to fight for justice. One case at a time. Your Honor, we're going to trial. Simone Misick is Judge Lola Carmichael. Up on that bench, everything is different. A new episode of All Rise. Freedom is at stake. It's important. Followed by a new episode of Bull, Monday at 9, 8 central on CBS.